0: Oh, A fee has been paid by the Animal Rescue League for the editorial content of the following program. This is News Radio 1040, WHO.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to ARL Animal Connection. Good morning, Carol. Good
2: morning, Mick. And I'm just, I'm actually just trying to get myself pumped up this way. This is our last week together for a couple weeks. Oh. I'm going to miss ya. <laughs>
1: you. You're like a hole in head. Yeah.
2: I notice <laughs> I say I'm going to miss you and you never say anything back to that. Like, Again. I'm
1: going to miss you too, Thank Carol. Thank you. Now, everyone
2: heard it this morning. <laughs> I am. He actually said it. So, I am. Yeah, it's just I'm a very
1: emotional, deep person, I, didn't you know? No. I, hold everything I didn't know
2: that. <laughs> well, I didn't know that part, but I didn't know you were.
1: <laughs> I will miss you guys, too, and I miss doing the show, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I looked at the time difference, and it's going to be difficult to call in.
2: Is it? Yeah. We yeah. were hoping to surprise everyone and have you call in, but I think that might be yeah, hard, right? It's
1: like in the middle of my work day.
2: So, like, right now, it's six here. What is it there? Do you know? I might, you're going to have to look that up.
1: Six. It's about three.
2: So you're in the middle of working. Yeah. Yeah, to call yeah. in. So, uh, well, people who don't know what we're talking about is Mick is off to... Lebanon. Lebanon this afternoon for two yeah. weeks. Uh, the UN has requested his help with their... Um, are they? Do they call them bomb dogs? Yeah, or explosive do detection okay. dogs,
1: uh, search dogs, and... Yeah, um, got a few behavior issues as well. Yeah. So, um, some stress related behaviors, um, some I don't like other dog behaviors. So, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, it's great you're doing it. I mean, what a huge contribution that will be to that program and those dogs and handlers and. That's great that you're doing it, but we'll sure miss you here for a couple weeks. So, for everyone who's been asking me, because people keep asking me, I didn't know Mick was leaving the ARL. Mick is not, not leaving anymore. the ARL. <laughs> so,
1: just for two weeks. Just
2: for two weeks.
1: Going to assist and support the united nations
2: right so and that's fabulous that you're doing that and um just goes to show see everyone around here knows how talented you are so with your expertise so um and i will have a guest host yeah so and we'll keep that in the surprise mode until next saturday so um
1: very cool the next
2: two weeks and then mick will be back
1: Um, i could maybe take another week off
2: oh I'm sure by then I'll be like, Okay, don't hit that button, stop it, like whatever. <laughs> Hush. Yeah, exactly. Get break. So <laughs> yeah. So anyway.
1: Yes. But we do have a guest in the we studio do. today. Yes,
2: we do. <laughs>
1: we have Dr. Gigler from Ankeny Animal and Avian Clinic. Good morning.
2: Good morning everyone. Thanks. Thanks for joining us this morning to answer questions.
1: Yep, so if you have any veterinary related but yep. uh, questions, put and then Carol and I for the behavior. Yep. Uh, at 284-1040 and we'll get those answered for you. Plus we had some sent in, so we'll get to yep. those. And we'll have our trivia questions sometime up in the hour. We
2: will, which will be creepy.
1: Creepy Halloween <laughs> month
2: <laughs> month of October. Rats, bats, bats spiders, and rats, other. Rats, bats,
1: automobiles. But,
2: right, exactly. Questions <laughs> I don't know where that from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we had quite a week. I, um, you know, we received an award this week that is just so meaningful to all of us at the Animal Rescue League. Yes. Um, yeah. So. Um, I don't know if you went to that, but we, the fourth annual Iowa Job Honor Awards were was on Thursday of this week. And the yep. Animal Rescue League was one of the um, places that uh, received an award for hiring people with developmental disabilities. And um, yeah. we're just so so honored to have that. And it's been such a great thing for our organization.
1: It is. And it's a great thing for our people right, to be able to make um, – People that they may not normally have worked with are part of our work family. Yep. And everybody's supporting everyone and, you know, supporting the community like the community supports us. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's it's been really, for me, inspiring, interesting, however you want to put it, to watch everything develop yep. over the time we've been doing this. And we'll keep doing this. Um, not that these guys are going anywhere, but they, they work. We have great work relationship and good fun
2: yeah absolutely um it's really special and um, it is. both the individuals currently working for us right now um they're just so such neat people and love the animals just like you know and yep. just part of the family and just like everyone else you know and that's yep. that's the cool thing about it so yeah yep.
1: just gotta give someone a chance
2: yeah that's right so, thank you for that award this week that we received. Yeah, that's
1: fantastic. And I was meant to go, but I've been battling. Yeah. The the Lurgy, the flu. Yeah, which will be still. Great.
2: Yeah, wonderful. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to flying with that. Yeah, but. exactly. Good times. <laughs> yeah. I don't think your wife is feeling very good either. Is she? Mm, so she's crook too. Yeah. Sorry, sick. Sick. Yeah. Crook. I'm sorry to hear that. So. Yep. You know, a cool thing coming up next Saturday too is um we have we are hosting the Animal Rescue League at our ARL main location is hosting the Iowa Federation of Humane Societies Iowans for Animal Welfare Conference. Um
1: going to be a good one. It
2: is going to be a great one. Next Friday, it starts about noon, goes through Friday, um, and then all day on Saturday. And you can find out information on that at, at our website, www.arl-iowa.org. But it's really cool. A lot of it on Friday is focused on cats and um, TNR, uh, yep. Trap Neuter Return programs. And we have a w- amazing speakers coming to us from out of state, uh, Alice Burton, and she's with Alley Cat Allies, and Alley Cat Allies has been doing tons of. You know TNR cat mm-hmm. programs to get uh, feral cats spayed and neutered and re-released back yep. into the areas, and um, she's just really interesting. You know, um, and
1: like, uh, you know there's a lot of mixed feelings, I guess, at yeah. times. Not as much as there used to be. Yep. Um, because there's a lot of research for many many years um, behind the whole TNR um, program. Yep. And so if people really want to know the the facts. Yep. Um, Come and see her or look up Alley Cat Ally's um, website, yep. and there's lots and lots of good information. Yeah,
2: it's really been fascinating. I've been working with cats for about 17, 18 years and yep. still just listening to Alice talk, um, and all that research has been happening. Uh, it's just really fascinating, and it's really kind of reflective of a lot of cat behavior and issues we see and stuff too but if you're interested in attending or any interested on that you can certainly check our website out and alice is speaking doing a workshop friday afternoon doing a keynote um, talk on Saturday or on Friday evening. And then Saturday, we have a whole bunch of other wonderful topics, including uh, Dan Dan the Chicken Man's doing yep. a session on backyard <laughs> chickens. <laughs> um, and we have like the TheraPets program we're gonna talk about. And yep. uh, we have another, uh, Marnie Russ, who's with Kitten Coalition, who's flying in. And she's gonna do two sessions about caring for young bottle baby kittens, orphan kittens. So we're very excited. Um, of course, about, and I'm
1: gonna be away.
2: I know, exactly. You picked a bad time, do. I did. Yeah. But you're back for Halloween, so that's what's important. Yay. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you know how I love Halloween. I got my Halloween costume last week. I'm all set.
1: Um, you're not going to tell anyone what it is. Are I'm they?
2: not. Not until um, afterwards. I think by
1: the way, people, uh, I'm not a Halloween type of guy.
2: No, Mick is not.
1: But that's all right.
2: Every, every party needs a buzzkill.
1: I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's my costume. Buzzkill. Oh, here's an idea.
2: <laughs> oh my! so we have a lot going on this morning. so should we try to knock off a question? we have yeah. about three minutes but let's we got
1: a veterinary yeah, question we can try it. and uh, get in there
2: absolutely I think we have several so one of them was, <laughs> yeah, we do, actually. How warm do I need to keep my house for my bird? That's a good question coming into the winter time yeah um so
4: typically uh, most of our birds are tropical birds, and so they're, you know, in the wild they're probably dealing with 70, 80 degrees. In our, in, and mostly over eighty. So in our houses, um, I find that it's not as important as to what the temperature is, but that it stays a. a constant temperature Mm -hmm. so we don't want them by a drafty window we don't want the thermostat going up and down by 10 degrees or you know more than a few degrees at at a time so um, typically I tell my clients that you know anything 68 and above is going to be fine and again mostly just keeping it constant trying to find a nice a nice medium for your electric bill and your bird and you. Yes, my <laughs> yeah. birds
1: cost me a fortune. Yes, and if costs, you
4: can, yeah. even keeping them in a room and you know, using just things like UV lighting, which also has benefits. It not only helps heat them, you don't want it directly over the entire cage. You want them to be able to, to get out of it um, in case they overheat or get too hot. Um, but the UV lighting also helps them produce their own vitamin D, Helps helps them... Um, absorb nutrients so so in the in the winter time that's important in iowa at least in all of the bird experts say oh no i never have to do uv lighting yeah they all live in california so (laughs) (laughs) so here it it, i do find that that helps too yeah it's great it's great tip
1: yeah Yeah, it's we have it about 70 all year round yep is
2: so. that feel? War- is that warm
4: to you? To me, that's cold. Yeah, so. exactly.
1: i you
5: think
1: that's <laughs>
2: hot? Like we're like at seventy-two.
1: Oh, two degrees. Do you think well.
2: that's hot or or warm? Seventy.
1: No, I okay. thought that was cool.
2: Well, oh, it is cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, seventy, seventy-two.
2: So, but she's talking. Doctor Giggler's talking about keeping it warm enough.
1: Yeah, my. Mm. <laughs>
2: Six, you were above. saying
4: they were costing you a fortune for the Right. I I was so assuming I, it was like eighty. Oh, 80 but maybe you no, mean the no. summer.
1: Sorry. In the summer, yeah, yeah. sorry. I yeah, wasn't, that yeah. is
4: cool in the summer. Oh yeah, okay, I gotcha.
1: Yeah.
3: I get thank thank
2: it. I was like, I was so sort of lost <laughs> right now, so yes.
1: And so's about a million other <laughs> people that are listening. I'm sorry, <laughs> yes, folks. So, okay. <laughs> sorry, in summer I keep it around 70, 72. Thank you.
2: Okay. That
4: is yes, I is can good, see how that is would that too cold though? No. No. no, like I said, 68 and above, yep. I find That's that what they, you know, I have couple of people that keep their houses at 69, they're fine. Dr. Giggler and I thought
2: you were talking about just in winter even. like, And you were saying that that
1: was, you know, like... It. Okay, I apologize. Okay. In summer, they cost me a fortune like, keeping the air down.
2: Gotcha. Now I'm with you. Uh, totally with
1: you. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I'm Woo. not doing well. You'll be happy to get rid of me for two weeks. No. Switch no, back on.
2: No, as I'm winking at Dr. Giggler. No, not at all, Mick. Okay.
1: I'm right here. <laughs>
2: Well, we are going to take a break. When we come back, you can call in at 284-1040.
6: We'll do some more questions, trivia. We're just having fun. We are. Rain will be likely at times today, first through the morning hours and then again through the late afternoon. We could even have some stronger thunderstorms at times. 68 degrees our high temperature, east-northeast to southeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, showers and storms likely through the evening, 45 degrees for the low overnight. Breezy northwest winds at 10 to 25 miles per hour. On Sunday, day two, it will be mostly sunny and cooler. Temperatures only reaching 57 degrees for an afternoon high. And on Monday, day three, sunny skies in 67 that's the latest news radio 1040 who three-day weather forecast i'm channel 13 meteorologist megan selwa
0: you're listening to arl animal connection part of our new more live and local weekends on news radio 1040 who welcome back everyone
1: uh, we have had a caller waiting on the line so yeah. we'll go straight to that hello diane
5: hi how are you good
1: thank you thank you for calling in
5: well, I have three cats, so I've always got problems or questions, and I've called in before, and you guys are always very helpful. Oh, good. Uh, but this has been going on for a long time, so I don't know if there's any help for it or not, but how do I keep... I don't care if the cats sleep with me. I have three. I don't mm-hmm. care if they sleep with me, but I don't want them with their head on the pillow next to me, <laughs> and that's what happens every time night.
2: Yeah, so they want to sleep up on the pillow right up next to you versus down t- more towards and the... And I don't f- mind
5: that either except for the hair, you know. I, just, I don't like washing bedding that often. It's not that much fun to make the
2: bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what we really need to do, and whether this will work or not, I don't know because we have to come up with some balance between, you know, scents right. and smells that you can stand also and yeah, yeah, yeah. plastic carpet runner that you don't want to roll over on at night. <laughs> but what we need to try no, to do... I,
5: thought, I know you recommend that. I yeah, <laughs>
2: Yeah, pimples it's, it's, on your
1: face when you go to work. right.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a little more challenging when it's up by your pillow, but yeah. um, you know. But that if you listen, you know the idea is that we need to make the area that you don't want them sleeping on to be somewhat uncomfortable or not pleasant, right. or you know, so it gets them down to the end of the bed. So a couple things: one, we can definitely try those sorts, some sorts of deterrents up towards the top by the pillow, and try to get them down. At the same time, I would get a really fluffy, comfy new blanket um, bed something that they really would be drawn to to lay on towards the bottom of the bed okay so we're gonna make the top not as great as they think it is and make the bottom even better Um, and it that'll depend on your cats and kind of what they what would draw them to that but like I have this fleecy blanket at the end of my bed that one of my dogs absolutely adores, and so she will not sleep up by us, you know, because she wants to be on that fleecy blanket mm-hmm. and I have fleecy yeah. blanket towards the end of the bed. That's the theory of it. Um, now, things you can use at the top of, you know, the bed, like by the pillow and stuff. I mean, we just need to make sure it's something that you're not gonna, uh, you know, keep right. awake on. And so we need to find, <laughs> you know, some sort of scent that. Um, is acceptable to you at night and not acceptable to them and i'm sitting here like cruising through my you know Mm -hmm. click of sense, and i'm thinking you know we could definitely try orange cleaner like you know um towards if you have a headboard we could definitely have you take a orange cleaner that's safe for wood or anything like that we could have you clean with that um we could have you probably i'm sitting here thinking i wonder if you could take like a ziploc bag and Put a couple holes in it, so not, but you know, put something that doesn't smell great to them in the ziploc bag and set it by the pillow. Mint, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, could also oh. use essential oils. Could use essential oils. Um, I, I can't
1: do essential oils
2: myself. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> and some people can't. So you know,
5: I'm, I wonder
1: if it I makes could me too calm. Pillow, if it would make a difference.
5: <laughs> if you did what? Just remove the pillow. They seem to really like yeah. yeah put their hand on it. You know, I don't
2: know. How about you take that pillow? Is it? if i mean if you are willing you could always take that pillow and put it at the end of the bed but again you're going to be cleaning that pillow you know um but blankets work great real comfy yeah. cat beds great to bring okay. them down let's, okay. so try some of that stuff and see let's see if that okay. works um if not you can certainly give us a call back but i have found like sometimes if you just substitute out something better for them towards the bottom they, that makes them happy
5: that sounds like a good idea yeah
2: great well thanks call. for calling in diane Okay, you bet. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Diane. The cats are so fun, aren't they? They are. Great yeah. question. Yeah, great mm-hmm. question. So, um, should we do a couple? Another question? We've got a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. We've got Doctor Giggler here. We, we to well just em. use that expertise. <laughs> we got about three minutes. So we can always continue after if need be. But this question was uh, submitted. Why does my dog drag its <laughs> rear end on the carpet? <laughs> they used a different word, but rear end on the carpet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that is the timeless question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. In in the ninety percent of the time, I would say it's because their anal glands are full, and those are two little glands at the rectum that they're old scent glands that doesn't seem to have a purpose anymore except to irritate the dog and us, um, and they smell really really bad. So um, so that's also the smell that sometimes when my cat gets relaxed, she releases hers. Some dogs get frightened, and you'll get this weird odor. That's what you're smelling. So uh, what happens is... Anytime they're, they have a soft stool, anytime that they have skin irritation that's clogging up those ducts, those glands that normally empty when they have a bowel movement um, don't always empty. And so then what what happens is they fill up. And so then they become uncomfortable like a hemorrhoid. Um, so then th- they get itchy and they get uncomfortable and then the dog I've seen everything from dragging our bottom on the carpet to spinning around in circles trying to lick our bottom (laughs) to limping. Um, I had one dog that would limp on one side and you'd empty the anal glands and then he'd walk away fine. Mm. Um, So so they can be quite uncomfortable. So if you're seeing that... uh, you know, other other problems can be skin issues back there. If there's a mass back there bothering them, um, so the best thing to do is get into a veterinarian see if see if we can find out what what the actual cause may be but so do do animals get hemorrhoids they don't okay they don't this is kind of their version of hemorrhoids okay
2: (laughs) well she mentioned that and i thought well i wonder if they get those too i've never heard of that but you know not
4: typically although once they start rubbing then sometimes that skin tissue around gets really red and irritated so so i have used
2: hemorrhoid cream
4: so to help defi- with
2: that but so definitely if they're rubbing like that you need to go in and see yes because yeah. because
4: there could be multiple causes yeah so and you know typically if they do have an anal gland issue then the best thing to do is empty that and that's best done by a veterinarian yeah. Um because if it's not done correctly it could harm the dog yeah so absolutely
1: it's a fun job
2: it's super fun it stinks <laughs> in more ways
4: than one yeah
2: <laughs> But the good news is to it it sounds like once it gets done the pet really has some relief from that. Oh yeah, yeah. after I mean within 24 hours the
4: itching's done. the you know they're back to normal, they're back to being happy and yep. and if left for a long period of time if they can't empty those glands those things can get full enough to rupture. Yeah. And so then it can become even more painful and and then they're dripping this stuff all over yeah. everything which becomes more
1: and it's yeah. not an invasive procedure. No, not so at people all. People are wondering it. Yeah. Like it's squeezing a big pimple. Yes, or, it's sort like... of, kind of.
6: <laughs> we are going right. to take a break. We'll be back rain will be likely at times today, first through the morning hours and then again through the late afternoon. We could even have some stronger thunderstorms at times. 68 degrees are high temperature east-northeast to southeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, showers and storms likely through the evening, 45 degrees for the low overnight. Breezy northwest winds at 10 to 25 miles per hour. On Sunday day two, it will be mostly sunny and cooler. Temperatures only reaching 57 degrees for an afternoon high and on Monday day three, sunny Skies in sixty seven. That's the latest news. Radio ten forty who three day weather forecast. I'm Channel thirteen meteorologist Megan Selwa.
0: Six thirty six in Des Moines. Cloudy skies, fifty eight degrees. Wind still out of the east northeast. Humidities at ninety five percent. Again, a cloudy fifty eight degrees in Des Moines. Ready for the next big breaking news story. This is News Radio ten forty who. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new more live and local weekends. On News Radio ten forty, WHO.
1: Welcome back everyone. You're here with Mick and Carol from the ARL and we have Dr. Gigler from Ankeny Animal and Avian Clinic with us.
2: Those thunderstorms and stuff today kinda just go with our whole theme of, you know, Halloween month.
1: Scary October.
2: Yes. Don't Mm. you think? Yeah. Should we do our trivia question?
1: I think we should.
2: All right, so as normal, uh, first caller, call in with the correct answer. We'll send you out an ARL Animal Connection mug. And Mick's got the question this week, and if those of you who were listening last <laughs> week, he actually had homework to do because he gave us wrong information. So
1: yeah Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I'm going at the moment seems to be a trend. So,
2: so the, the question is actually going to we want the right answer. Correct. Right. <laughs> yes. Not mixed answer. Not mixed answer. So right. So here we go.
1: So, Let her how many teeth does a bat have?
2: How many teeth does a bat have? Mm-hmm. All right. So, first caller with the correct answer. We will mm. send you an Animal Connection mug. Don't listen to the answer that, Mick, that gave I gave us. Mick and then Mick well, was like, oh, you're right. Well, you were. Yeah, but not sort of, for kinda. bats.
1: Uh-huh. Right. When you hear the answer, you'll realize.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. So... All we'll right. see.
1: But two eight four ten forty, how many teeth does a bat have?
2: Right. Two eight four ten forty and um looks like perhaps we have a, we have a call already, so let's see what Brenda yeah.
1: thinks. Hi, Brenda. Brenda.
5: There we are.
2: There Hi, Brenda. we go.
1: Morning.
5: Yeah. I had to turn down the radio. <laughs> That's all right. Well <laughs> turn it back up
1: once yeah, we, hang we up. Once okay. you're done.
5: <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Well, if you're a brown bat in Iowa, which there are many, you have 38 teeth. Is that correct,
1: Ms? Very good. There you
5: go.
2: Yeah, um, well there you done.
1: Go. Um.
5: Did you
2: know that, or did you have to look that up?
5: I did have to look that okay. up. However, I have a story. Yeah. Um, at my work um, during August and September, the juveniles fly around, and we get a lot of bats in our office. But yeah. well just a few yeah so um i catch them and i take them outside
2: yeah you know bats are such great creatures actually i actually mm-hmm. just we just put up a few bat houses around our house our property my own personal, to draw mm-hmm. them in and give them a place because they're just great for, you know, I mean, bugs, right? Yep. Dr. Gickler. Oh, and, yeah. yeah are yeah.
5: fantastic. Yeah. Oh, really? Where did you put your bat house? Because I have one. Yeah. And I can't, I don't know where to put it. Yeah. Well,
2: I hung one in my barn um, up, up kind of towards the rafters of my barn because I actually had bats coming into my barn and they were going kind of going behind the stall you know wood so we want to get them out of there and so we give them somewhere to go yeah give them somewhere to go so we put it up kind of towards the top you know the barn peak and then we also just hung up a couple on trees Mm -hmm. um so and dr gigler's nodding like she knows that's the exact place to put them right yeah 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 great
5: a little higher up on the trees. Yep. Well, because I looked it up online and it said like it had to be on a pole, twenty feet high, with no yeah nothing around it. So I can go ahead and put it on my tree then.
2: Yeah, and I have a third one that's on the back of this potter shed I have, so it's probably you know maybe nine, ten feet up, and, and bats go in go in on all, all those locations. Yeah. So I mean, oh I, wonderful! I, yeah, it's really great. So. Oh, good. Good. Well, stay on the line. Sorry, we got sidetracked on bats, which I love. That's so cool. (laughs) Um, Okay, Brenda, stay on the line, and Duncan will get your address to mail out our mug. Okay. Thank Thank you you. for calling
1: in. Yeah? Yes. I love bats. Uh, They're very cool. Yeah. Um, But depending on which species of bat, it can be between 20 and 38. Oh, great. So, yeah.
2: I think I guessed 32 last week. So you're in that range? I was. Although you then admitted you were looking at human counts. so <laughs>
1: Well, maybe it was a vampire I was looking at being October. That's all I can say.
2: Uh, maybe that's exactly right. So that's cool. That's very yeah. cool. Thanks for calling in, everyone who was trying to call in with that answer. Appreciate it.
1: They're amazing creatures. I was going to say little creatures, but where I come from, we have what they call flying foxes mm-hmm. or um, fruit bats.
2: So how big are these things?
1: Uh, wingspan can no, be. No,
2: a- you're holding your arm's way
1: out. Yeah.
2: How? How? What is that? About a
1: four, five foot wingspan. If you hold them by the wings.
2: Are you serious?
1: Yeah, and their body would be. I oh, know. Yeah, foot, foot about foot?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. sounds about right. Wow. Yeah, now we used those to get them bats. In our,
1: they are bats.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: but the cheeky things. They um. Because they're fruit bats, yeah. so if you've got fruit growing in your obviously, you've got fruit growing in your mangoes or whatever in your back as you do mangoes and that in your right. backyard, they won't eat the whole mango. They'll come and take a bite or two, <laughs> and then go onto another one. Yeah, so
2: so it kind of ruins. They the harvest it.
1: They ruin your harvest. Yeah, but to see hundreds of those in flight is phenomenal.
2: I can't even fathom how cool that would be. Yeah, I mean, amazing.
1: Scary for some. Amazing for others. Yeah, mm-hmm. I tell you,
2: wildlife, I, it, just watching it, I. Yeah. it's just, it, you, know, you sit and think about it, and while you're looking, even at, you know, um, I mean, even opossums, I was driving in this morning, mm-hmm. and like, I, I had to slow down for three or four opossums in the road, and I was like, what amazing creatures, really? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So and cool. they
4: actually eat uh, ticks. So oh, they really? eat... Gosh, what was the statistic? They eat like a ton of ticks, so huh. they're good little critters. Yeah, especially when you think of all the tick-borne diseases, like a vet would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: right,
4: Absolutely. that's the first you thing love I think possum. of. Yeah.
2: yes, possums are great. So, yeah. yeah, so neat to think about wildlife in those different different ways. Like, oh, it's an opossum. No, it's not yeah. a an possum, and it eats. They ticks, have a role. It, they right. Have, yeah. Yes.
4: And There's something that they wildlife. do for everything else. Yeah. yeah we're all
1: wildlife should yeah. stay wildlife. There you go. Yes. Don't, yeah. don't
2: own an opossum <laughs> as a pet.
1: So. Mm. No. no. I
2: don't think they'd make very good pets. No. They're wild. No. When they say wild, they're wild for a reason. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: We have our domesticated. We have lots of choices. That's Speaking right. of choices, we have some We bats and rats and yes. the, everything <laughs> else. Yes. But some lovely little small animals down at Southridge.
2: Yeah, we sure do. Um, Including a fish. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm scrolling to look so at him. Evan, He's Evan. Out at the bottom. His name's yeah.
2: Evan, <laughs> which I think is adorable.
1: And uh, when we got some birds down there, we got Bailey, who's a cockatoo, and we got Handsome. Oh, yeah. Who's a cockatiel.
2: Yes, very cool. But,
1: yeah, lots of cool pets down there.
2: Rabbits. We have mice. All pets. Uh, cage pets. Aquarium pets. So be sure and uh, check us out at A.R.L. South inside Southridge Mall.
1: Yep, and there's a couple that are west, too. So that if you yeah. go onto our website at arl-iowa.org, you'll be able to see what location and read a little bit about them.
2: That's great. Well, should we hit some more questions? Yeah, let's do yep. that. And again, during the week, if you want to submit them online, you can do that at www.arl-iowa.org. And now there's a whole Animal Connection section there, and you can oh, go I know. there. I know. We have
1: our own part so on cool. the page.
2: So check that out. There's a section on there you can click to submit a question Are to our us.
1: photos on that?
2: Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Yours maybe, not mine. If so I'm going to like have it definitely, you know glamour shotted so i can you know i looked at
1: us okay good
2: okay dr giggler um one of my chickens is losing some feathers and is naked on her back is this normal the other chickens i have look fine and i don't have a rooster
4: yeah not normal um not terribly uncommon so, um, a couple couple of different things. and number one, I, I would see a veterinarian about this um, because there can be so many so many causes. Um, number one, the, the, the thing that throws a red flag for me is uh, that none of the other chickens are having hair loss. so mites may be less likely, but possible, um, especially if she's in an area where the mites are crawling out. A little bit more, so if she 's in a certain box or a certain area of the of the coop, those mites don 't typically live on the chickens, but they live in the bedding in the uh, environment, and then they kind of crawl on the chicken and then crawl back out and into the bedding again, so um, after they take their little blood meal so they um, so that could be an a cause, but that seems less likely. The other thing that I worry about is uh chickens tend to pick on each other um, when they mm-hmm. sense something's going on with another one or if they sense weakness or if something she's not acting right or so one it could be it could definitely be a behavior issue with the other chickens if she's if there's something going on um, in their you know, is she a new chicken? Is she a young chicken? Is she an old chicken? It, there, There's a lot of different variables there. But then I worry about, is there something underlying going on that they're sensing? Or did, did she have a wound to begin with from something else that they tend, to, if, if chickens see blood, they tend to... They tend to start packing, so yeah. <laughs> they're yep. not very nice. <laughs> yep. Little raptors. Um so yeah, they're little raptors. So um so definitely that would be a that would be a getter into the vet question. Um because there are lots of things that could be going on there.
2: And Doctor Giggler, I know from personal experience you see chickens at the yes. Avian, so great place to come and see you, make an appointment. Yep, one of my Uh, favorite patients. Absolutely. (laughs) Handle chickens. You know, I had an interesting chicken thing happen to me this week. You know, I have my flock of Mm -hmm. backyard chickens going out to my car to go to work, and I hear a -a cock-a-doodle-doo, and I have hens. Uh oh! So I say <laughs> to <you> myself, <laughs> "What? Go on, yeah. yeah." So I say to myself, "Did my neighbor's rooster, because she has, they have a rooster and some hens, get out of their place and come over to like my place?" So I go over to my chicken coop and I'm like, "Okay, I don't see the rooster anywhere," and I hear the cock a doodle do again, and I look over and my chicken name, wyona is now named Wyatt. What? Whoa! What? Whoa! I did not have any roosters. He is about 8 months old. I actually adopted him. Um but he was so young at the time, mm-hmm. you know, it yep. like a, it's hard to It's, it's hard, hard to tell. Yeah. And some
4: of them don't have spurs and some females have spurs. Right. And he yeah, has no spurs.
2: And yeah, zero. I yep. mean, but he's cockadoodle doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Oh my gosh." So I emailed Dan Dan the chicken man and I'm like, "Okay, do hens ever cockadoodle do?" Which they do sometimes. Yes, they can. He goes, send me pictures. So I send him pictures, and he writes back, nope, you have a rooster. I'm like, ah. Oh. So I, but I don't have any other roosters. and I mean, and now I'm attached to him. Yeah. So he's staying. He's staying. He's staying. Yeah. So now I yeah. got Wyatt. So Winona went to Wyatt.
4: Oh, That's very cool. <laughs> so he's adorable. So. Roosters are so much fun. We actually had two in the clinic at the same time the other day. And so they were in two different rooms, cockle e- uh, <laughs> doing each other. Yeah. And one of them was... I can't remember what the was it I can't remember the 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 species but uh or the breed but he uh he was a one-pound full-grown rooster. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. And he was the <laughs> cutest little Pretty thing little I've ever seen. <gasps> it yeah. wasn't a bantam, but okay. it was—it was—it was another one of the little miniature yep. breeds. So, yep. yeah. Oh my gosh! And then, <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, hearing them just through the clinic, it was making me happy.
2: And we do have some <laughs> absolutely stunningly beautiful roosters on our website um, for adoption now too, if you're interested. We do.
1: Um, Herb's been waiting a little bit for us Great. to finish our chicken story. So, you yeah, there, Herb? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hi, Herb. <laughs> hey, good morning. Sorry good to keep morning. you waiting. I was going off on a tangent about my rooster.
1: <laughs> I enjoy
0: listening to you guys. You're beautiful. You're <laughs> oh. beautiful. Well, hey, thank I, you. I uh, I got a uh, is a Yorkie that I got from a breeder that was only using her for babies. And I was the first fella that she got to see. So I'm kind of attached to her. Really, I love her a lot. And, yep. uh, she's just getting old and... I wondered if you had a pill that would keep her alive forever, please. Mm.
2: We sure wish we did.
1: Yeah, there's nothing that I'm fantastic. I'm
0: noticing that she's wandering off quite like crazy, and I just wondered if, if that a sign that she's trying to leave and die.
1: Not necessarily. Um, how old is she now, Herb? She's 15. Oh, she's doing good. Um, you know probably needs some more um vet care Mm -hmm. at this age and you know sometimes our mind gets a bit wandering when we as we age on um but you know have a chat to your vet as well and keep those regular um probably a little bit more than you you know your regular yearly um at this age yep
4: we recommend at least twice a year at this point so
1: yeah he's
0: blind now and has a respiratory thing and has one little tooth sticking off to the side it comes, it comes out to the side and i still just pick her up and smooch her just like i did 15 years ago there you go wow. that's
2: exactly right herb and i tell you you know they do kind of just get it seems like dr i mean it seems like a little bit of dementia at times and so they, that could be the wandering off yeah, yeah and they
4: do i mean we call it cognitive dis- dysfunction and you know like mick said talk to your vet because we have diets that can I mean they're they're um, full of antioxidants to help kind of get rid of those free radicals in the brain and help defog her brain for her, um, and I I've we've actually been using them in our clinic for a while and I do see some improvement there. So um, you know definitely have a good conversation with your vet and and they'll be able to to, to tell you where she's at and how to kind of. Keep an eye on her quality of life for you too. We
2: we know where you're coming from. Her believe, yeah, God believe us. We've not all a had fun her, place. Heart hurt that way, but it sounds like she had a great and has a great home with you. So yeah, I'll
0: awesome, say she's so, got yeah. eat a heated bed, a cool bed. <laughs> <laughs> if you want? I give her her, her food is like seventy dollars a bag, and I, I don't care. I just <laughs> yep. yep She's sometimes a lucky girl. When you love them, you gotta let them go. Though I guess sometimes.
2: Yep, sometimes you do. But be, um, be anyway. Blessed. Thank you for calling Herb. We're thinking about you. Okay.
1: Yep, but have a chat to your vet because there's some things we at least you can try, so Yep. Thank you, sir. All right. right. It looks like take we care. need to take well, a break.
2: Yep. Take a break, and we'll come back and finish up.
6: So. All righty. Rain will be likely at times today, first through the morning hours and then again through the late afternoon. We could even have some stronger thunderstorms at times. 68 degrees our high temperature, east-northeast to southeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, showers and storms likely through the evening, 45 degrees for the low overnight. Breezy northwest winds at 10 to 25 miles per hour. On Sunday, day two, it will be mostly sunny and cooler. Temperatures only reaching 57 degrees for an afternoon high. And on Monday, day three, sunny skies in 67 that's the latest news radio 1040 who three-day weather forecast i'm channel 13 meteorologist megan selwa
0: you're listening to arl animal connection part of our new more live and local weekends on news radio 1040 who
1: well we're just about to wind up so thank you for another great hour
2: yes I'm been gonna, fun i'm gonna miss you and we'll see you in i'll
1: miss you too carol thank
2: you and everybody heard that finally <laughs> i can't even say it and then we'll see you in a couple of weeks but yep. we want you to be I'll safe be back. so i
1: will do everything in humanly possible in my control That's great good and so i know we you said do.
2: you can't get phone and email but if i don't hear from you at least a couple times you don't want to come home yes mother okay i love that i totally love that okay we have one more question from while dr Giggler's here we'll try and bang it out in a couple of minutes yes so um and the question submitted was why is my cat peeing on my laundry now i have behavior thoughts to that as i'm sure you do too mick but there's this is
4: definitely a joint question so so, very first thing, we need to rule out a medical issue. Um, you know, oh, everything nice. from kidneys to they get bladder stones, they get all kinds of stuff. so that can definitely make them want to pee somewhere where they're not or they just can't hold it or or that. So very first thing, get them checked out for a medical issue, and then only after we rule that out, then. We look for a behavior issue. Yep. So, um, you know, if everything looks normal with us, then we
2: send it on to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: it. yeah, It's a good relationship.
2: Yes. And if we get it first, we send it back to you to yep. check out the medical because this is definitely a medical thing. And well,
1: that's the thing. you got to check Which one out. is it?
2: Right. Yeah.
4: So yeah. we
1: always eliminate the medical component and first. And if you treat
4: yep. one without you know right. it, it could be the other one and then you're not going to get anywhere yeah yeah
2: or medical could be causing the behavior problem i yep. mean so they can exactly. go hand in hand but you know from a behavior standpoint with cats so what do we do Carol? yes it can be a texture issue so mm-hmm. and people will tell me well my cats always use my litter box and all of a sudden it quit using the litter box it can't be that yes it can cats mm-hmm. are actually amazingly patient creatures when it comes to litter box and behavior stuff on the on that end so um they could have been using their litter box just fine and then decided okay they're not getting the point i don't like my litter box not going to change i'm going to start going on you know the laundry on a chair on your bed i mean it's uh and they're really maybe looking for a texture type of thing so if you're using clay litter we'd recommend you try a litter box add a litter box with clumpable litter or vice versa, and see if we're dealing with a texture type of issue.
1: And sometimes we don't know what might have happened during the day around right. the litter box. Right. So mm-hmm. now they decide, oh, the litter box is scary. Right. I'm going somewhere else.
2: Yep, and that's where adding a litter box comes yeah. into play. not changing them. Not changing adding. it, because they're maybe still defecating or whatever in it, but mm-hmm. we're going to add that litter box. So, um, But they're, typically the good thing about that issue is if we rule out the medical on it, mm-hmm. usually we can get them back into the, using the litter box.
1: And on our website. Yes. ARL-IOWA.ORG is some great litter box tips, 10 top reasons, and some answers.
2: Thank you, everyone. Have a great week.
1: Pour it forward, everyone. See you when I get back. We're AM
0: 1040 on your radio and on your smartphone. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. News Radio 1040, WHO, Des Moines.
7: The battle lines are being drawn. I'm Pam Pusso, Fox News. President Trump is pushing Congress to rework the Iran nuclear deal now that he's decided not to certify it.
0: The president said, listen, I do support congressional lawmakers in their effort to influence and maybe foster better deliverables from the agreement with the Iranians, but he made it very clear yesterday in his remarks at the White House that, listen, if we can't get this thing right, he will terminate the Iran nuclear deal. The effort is simple to get the regime to live up to both the spirit and the letter of the accord.
7: Fox Fox's Kevin Cork at the White House, Democrats are calling the president's decision reckless and a grave mistake. The fact is they cannot amend the agreement. The agreement is an
2: agreement not negotiated among ourselves. It's an agreement uh,
7: negotiated among nations. House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi, even some Republicans are expected to resist. On Canadian soil, the American woman, her Canadian husband, and the couple's three children who had been held by militants linked to the Taliban for five years. Joshua Boyle giving a statement after touching down in Toronto late Friday saying the Hakani Network killed his infant daughter and raped his wife, Caitlin Coleman. But he also told Associated Press, God has given me and my family unparalleled resilience. Boyle, Coleman, and their three remaining children rescued Wednesday by Pakistani forces using intelligence information they had gotten from the U.S. Fox's Jill Nato in Washington. Another call from the president on pro football players to stand during the national anthem.
0: Let us renew our commitment to love our country, protect our citizens, and ensure that this will always be the land of the free, and the home of the brave.
7: The president in his weekly address, the NFL has said it will not force players to stand. Fox News, Fair and Balanced.